Hello and welcome to Nerd Subculture. I'm your host Jared. And I'm Edwina. And still doing a Once More Feeling series on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. We're still doing it, aren't we? We sure still are. doing it. We're doing the season finale, season three finale, episode 21, 22, Graduation, Graduation. Day. This episode, well, the first episode was released on May 18th, 1999. The second one, however, was released not a week later, as I thought, but actually July 13th, 1999, a good uh, three months later. I guess we'll get into that. And it was also written and directed by Joss Whedon, yes. Eddie. Yes, Graduation Day. Okay, this is a full spoiler podcast. I'm a huge fan, but Jared has never watched the series all the way through, and I'm trying to convince him it's worth his time. Absolutely, yeah. (laughs) Yes, my time is three seasons, Eddie. We're here. We've done it. Three seasons. We got to three seasons. Three seasons, and... How are we going? We're going well. (laughs) (laughs) So had you... I do have to ask, had you seen this episode? No, no, I haven't seen this episode, no. So were you surprised when all the kids had all banded together and had, you know, they, yeah. they do the big reveal? No, and I did not see weapons, that coming. Didn't no. see it coming? No, no. Yeah, nice, nice touch there, yeah. Not revealing the plans to the audience? Yeah. They, the are, they only ever do that one other time. I think I know that time too. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I know that one. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was yeah, no, it was a good episode. Good double episode. Um. Lots of action. Lots of action, Lo- yes. Lots of things happen in these Yeah, two a episodes. lot happened, yeah, yeah. No Monster of the Weeks. Um, well, a big monster at the end. A big ugly CGI monster <laughs> at the end. <laughs> really bad. Mm, really uh, bad, yeah. Really bad late 90s CGI. No, no. It's, su- it's such a shame they didn't sort of touch that up a little bit with the... Uh, with the upscaling of the uh, of the HD versions, you just thought they would have given a little bit of attention to the CGI effects in it, but uh, alas, not. Um, no. We got that awful, awful screensaver snake thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like people do better stuff on their phones. <laughs> CGI yeah, on their phones they do. These yeah, days. exactly. It's amazing how much technology has yeah. come. Yeah, for a but, TV show. But like that. for the time, you know, actually, even for the time, it was pretty bad. <laughs> Nah, even for the time it was bad. No, nah. you have to remember it was a TV show. Oh, of course, yeah. I mean, that's not gonna. So, and they probably actually blew the budget just to do that. Yeah, it <laughs> probably cost like 50, 50 grand to do that thing. Yeah, considering Jurassic Park came out like nine years before that, or eight years before that. Yeah, but again, so... they had a movie budget. Mm, yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> I know. They TV got, they... show budget. TV show budget. Yeah, yeah. Warner Brothers as well too. So yeah, I don't know if that means much with anything or yeah. Well, do you want to so, do the possibly extremely uh, the ex- long... Extremely extended, long, long uh, synops- synopsis <laughs> summary. Eventually, we'll get that right. It's a summary. It's a summary. But okay. we keep saying synopsis. We do. We'll never learn. No. <laughs> All right. So this episode opens with a gang preparing for the graduation. Cordelia and Xana discuss the colour of their gowns. And Willow speaks to Buffy about all she'll miss about high school. Vacuous tramp. <laughs> Buffy's considering skipping graduation to fight Mayor Wilkins until Xana joins them and informs the two that the mayor will be the commencement speaker at the graduation. Faith visits college professor Lester Worth on behalf of the mayor and kills him. She reports Stop the Vulcan. <laughs> she reports the kill to the mayor, who has Faith change into a dress and tells her that the ascension is her day as well as his. In class, Anya speaks to Xander. When he mentions the Ascension, her expression becomes grave. In the library, Buffy shows Giles and Wesley the newspaper which details the murder of Worth. Buffy suspects Faith to be the culprit, and the three agree that Vulcan must have known something that the mayor wanted to keep secret. Xander and Anya arrive, Anya having witnessed a previous Ascension. She tells them about a sorcerer who became a pure demon Lohesh, unlike human demon hybrids like vampires, Pure demons are much stronger and much larger. The mayor waltzes into the library and smugly comments that he'll eat Buffy come graduation day. Upon hearing this, Giles, in a fit of rage, stabs him with a sword. Let's out, let's out his inner ripper. Let's out his inner ripper, but the mayor is unharmed and merely scolds Giles for his impromptu violence, a bad example in the presence of children. He was one's ripper. <laughs> He leaves with a cheesy promise that some of their deaths will be quick. At home, Buffy packs a suitcase for Joyce and convinces her to leave town for safety. 
Willow vents her worries to Oz and chides him for his detachment. Panic would be more normal human response. Oz interrupts her with a passionate kiss, and when Willow asks what he's doing, he replies that he is panicking. Nah, the two say, finally, they finally bow to, to you out. <laughs> they finally bang. <laughs> bow, chicken. <laughs> they got it on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Buffy and Angel discuss Worth's work, which Buffy doesn't understand. The two discuss the confusing nature of their relationship when Angel is struck in the back by an arrow fired by Faith, which misses his heart. Cupid. Not Cupid. <laughs> At the library, the arrow is removed and Giles and Wesley go over Mr. Worth's files, which indicate that Worth found a gigantic carcass underneath the rubble of a volcanic eruption, which he believed may have been a new type of dinosaur. The group assumes this must have been some sort of demon. When Angel falls to the ground, the arrow has been poisoned with a toxin fatal to vampires. Faith reports her attack to the mayor and assumes him... It's wicked painful. And amuses him with a few stories from her childhood before he continues preparations for the ascension. Wesley tells Buffy the Watchers Council refuses to help Angel because he is a vampire, but Willow's research reveals a poison has a cure, the blood of a slayer. <laughs> Buffy arrives at Faith's apartment intent on getting her blood. Faith warns Buffy that she'll never take her alive and the battle to the death ensures, eventually ending up on the roof. Meanwhile, Giles and Xander find out what type of demon the mayor will transform into. The mayor is also alerted to the trouble at Faith's place. On the edge of the roof, Buffy stabs Faith with the knife she had received as a gift from the mayor. Faith congratulates Buffy for killing her, punches her to the ground with a beautiful backhand, then leaps off the roof onto a truck on the street below to escape, denying Buffy her blood. The fall knocks her out, and Buffy watches as the truck Carries her away. End of part one. Woo. Part two. Buffy gonna do. What you gonna what do? What you gonna do? What you gonna do? So, continue on from several months later. <laughs> okay, in Australia, it wasn't several months later. Yeah. It was aired all in the same same night. Mm-hmm. Uh, Giles informs Cordelia that Buffy has quit the council and no longer requires a watcher. Buffy tells Angel that the only cure is the blood of a slayer, and since she cannot use Faith, he will have to use hers. Angel begs her not to make him drink, but succumbs after physical violence from Buffy, incapacitating her in the process. A fully healed Angel carries her to the hospital for treatment. Meanwhile, in a nearby room, Mayor Wilkins is standing over Faith, beaten and comatose being informed by the doctor that she may never wake up. The mayor attempts to suffocate Buffy, but he is stopped by Angel and leaves. In a dream, Faith tells Buffy that human weakness never goes away, even his. When Buffy wakes, she approaches her friends, ready to war with the mayor. In the library, Buffy finishes detailing a plan and the gang agree plan is crazy, but it is her only option. Angel remembers that the mayor was seriously grieving over Faith. The mayor and Buffy detail their respective plans to the Allies, and Buffy's friends recruit other students to help. Wesley tells Cordelia that he'll be returning to England following the Ascension. They kiss. Yuck. Yuck. (laughs) Should have been one of those MTV Best Kiss Awards, I reckon. (laughs) I think Jim Carrey got one one of those too for Dumb and Dumber. Mm. (laughs) Almost on par with that one, I think. Uh, Buffy and Angel talk over weapons, and Angel tells Buffy he will not say goodbye after the battle. A grief-stricken Buffy unwraps the knife she used to stab Faith, still stained with her blood. The graduation ceremony begins and Principal Snyder welcomes the students before the mayor takes the podium. During his speech, he starts to convulse, an eclipse turns to night to sky, and the mayor transforms into Alcavan, a giant snake-like demon. At Buffy's command, the entire student body removes their robes and reveals weapons and crosses. They attack the mayor with flamethrowers and arrows. The mayor's vampire surface, but Xander has a group fire flaming arrows at them, slaying many. They flee, but run into Angel, Wesley, and the sports jocks, who go hand-to-hand with them. Xander leads the students in an attack from the rear. One vampire feeds on Harmony, the mayor strikes Larry and kills him, then devours the protesting Schneider. (laughs) 
Buffy catches the mayor's attention with Faith's knife, describing in graphic detail how she stabbed her. The demon chases Buffy through the school to the library, which has been filled with explosives. Buffy dives out the window and Giles detonates the explosives, blowing up the school and killing the mayor. Giles presents Buffy with a diploma, rescued from the debris. Buffy then sees Angel and they share a final, longing look at each other before Angel leaves. The gang, minus Giles, gathers and Oz tells them all to take a moment to deal with what happened, that they all survived. Buffy agrees it was a great battle, but Oz corrects her, saying that it was high school they survived. The scene fades on a charred yearbook for Sunnydale, class of 1999. End of season three. <laughs> so, it's so, Eddie, such where a do long, we go? Well, it's such a long journey this, this season, isn't it? Yeah, like, it, it was, yes. Um, you know, it started out with her in this, you know, this deep depression. Mm-hmm. And you've seen her grow and develop and, you know, grow up, I guess, is the word. Yes, she does. Um, yeah, she's had the hero's journey through this yeah, season. Yeah, like it's definitely definitely a, an amazing journey um, mm-hmm. throughout this season. Um, there's just so much in this, <laughs> in this double episode. Um, this is the end of, you know, it's the end of the high school years of the the show it, yeah it's it's you know it's the end of the metaphor of high school as hell <laughs> you know uh it seemed like the only way the school was going to end or them finishing the school was with it blowing up yeah it's also buffy's you know her great big rebellion episode it's like when she she really does fight back against <laughs> the the patriarchy like, are you so gonna say so that so patriarchy <laughs> Well, it is, you know, she, she gets, so rid- um, you see how important that episode, like what happens in the prom, mm-hmm. her getting that class protector award is actually key to this episode. And it it was one of those little things on how to, how she ends up beating the mayor Yeah, is that the students weren't. Oblivious, oblivious to, what was, yeah. to what was going on. They be- like the fact that she had all of them. All of them were fighting. Well, they believed her too. They said they hey. believed her. I mean, exactly. That, I mean, you could see, you could imagine the conversations that they were having with the students, saying, "Hey, so when the mayor's going to do his speech, he's going to turn into a giant evil demon and try and kill everyone." Yeah. And you think most people will be like, "You're fucking insane." Yeah. And but that- no, no, they believed every word and. And uh, helped and joined her. Yeah. Yeah. They believed her. They mm. were willing to they help. They backed her up. They backed her up. Exactly. Like, they didn't second guess her at all. Uh, you know, and she earned it throughout this, you know, f- you know, it's been two seasons. Mm. You know, three seasons, sorry. Yeah, three. Sorry. And over, a movie. <laughs> you know, over, over three seasons, she's managed to, you know, build this rapport. And, they, like, these kids actually, they trusted her so much. Mm. Um, you know, a few of them may have <laughs> lost their lives. Yes, yeah. Uh, poor Larry. Larry, yeah. Doing the little trope that you got to kill all your gays. <laughs> oh God, no. Kill the gays. Apparently, it's a Hasta bit of a. Vista. It's an unfortunate trope of the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. And Harmony. Harmony died. Oh, did she? Well, she got eaten by a vampire, so... Mm, maybe oh. she became a vampire. Oh, when did I have time to do that, though? I don't know, okay. but, but she does make a reappearance. Okay, weren't ready to keep and her out she, of the show just yet. No, huh? no, I think she, she actually becomes a main character in Angel, like in oh, all later, right. later seasons. Yeah, she becomes like Angel's secretary. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Helping the patriarchy, huh? Yes. Um, I think she even gets her own episode and everything. Is that where she has to go buy paper for the printer and stuff? <laughs> Not quite. No. Not quite. Um, one of the big things that also happens in this episode that's Buffy's part of Buffy's rebellion is she finally tells the council to get stuffed. Yeah. They can rack off. <laughs> can rack off. <laughs> um, there's a phrase I haven't heard in a long time. 
Rack off. Yeah, Buffy, Buffy finally says enough is enough and she fires the council. Um, you know, it's that institutional ethics versus personal ethics and the council were bloody useless. Yeah, uh, well, I, I don't... See, I don't really see it as a huge rebellion because they never really did anything, apart from, like, trying to kill her. Uh, yeah, they, were, did- they were inept anyway. They, they didn't really do anything. They seem more, more obsessed with, you know, their social structure and what they're yeah, doing exactly. than what the, the whole exactly. point of what they're meant to be doing is to help the Slayer. Yeah. Um, you know, and it is that thing. They don't pay her, so they can't even hold hold a salary yeah, exactly, over yeah. her head. It's not, well, it's not like they can, uh, yeah. She's doing this job night, yeah. out, night after night just out of obligation, but she has no obligation to the council. Mm. Like, they haven't earned... Any like they have not earned her respect at all. Yeah, well, she's had very little communication with them in general, anyway, apart from that one episode. Well, well, the what you know, but she's never met them. You know, there's there's a watchers school, like there's a whole school for fucking watchers, (laughs) exactly, and they don't give any of those resources to the Slayer. They give her one person when they've got an entire school of people. Why isn't the Slayer allowed access to the if she, if it was the fact that she had access to all of these resources taken away from her, it'd be a different different story yeah, exactly. altogether. Well, they're, yeah, they're not supplying if, with if, anything. If so the, if the council were like telling her about danger, you know, you know, there's this danger, this danger is about to happen, or this this is there's something mm. rising here, or sending her off on these. Yeah. Actu- like if they actually had like these precognitive ability to say where the evil is. You know, mm. th- they've got nothing to hold. It almost seems kind of mute, her her uh, sacking them or firing or quitting or whatever it is because there's no sort of social – there's no structure of who's in charge and well, who does what really. Is, other the than- whole thing is is that Wesley wouldn't even need to freaking tell the council – that he'd been fired. He probably could have just stayed in Sunnydale. <laughs> yeah. They wouldn't have known any better. It's not like she she has their phone number and talks yeah. to them. Yeah. yeah. It's not like it's not like the council would actually even know if if unless Wesley tells them what happens. Hmm. So they can sit in their castle and do whatever they want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They don't yeah. care. So, Frick the sunset, you know, go for it. So if Wesley just sat back and didn't say anything. Mm, you still have a job. <laughs> You'd still have a job. Like Buffy fired him. The Watchers Council didn't fire him. Mm. But he doesn't work for Buffy anyway. So yeah, it's, exactly. it's kind of it's kind of all moot, really. It doesn't it doesn't matter. No one's over overseeing anyone, really. They're not really overseeing her. She's not overseeing they're, them. There's they're no communication. Incredibly they're just, incompetent. They're just a committee on the other side of the planet that she has nothing to do with. Yeah. So it's it's all yeah, that is meant to be completely about her. Hmm. Are completely supposed to be in service of the Slayer. Well, yeah, but they're not. They don't. Or guide the Slayer, so to speak. But hmm. they don't really. Or they have Giles, who they also they fired Giles. But even then, he could. He, he's still he's still there, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. So she still has access to all of Giles' hmm. knowledge and research resources. Yeah, we'll we'll come over and drag him away if you're so concerned with him being there. Well, I think they do threaten that. <laughs> what can they threaten him with? He's nothing. Uh, <laughs> deport, deportation. Deportation. Oh, yeah. Okay. I think that's what they threaten Giles with. Yeah. Again, Buffy sees right right through it. Yes, because <laughs> he'd be the only illegal American and illegal <laughs> alien in America. <laughs> Next point is yes, Anya. Quite conveniently, <laughs> we have Anya reintroduced, and she has been to an ascension. Hmm, that was lucky. Yeah, funny about that. Hmm. Um, yeah. So this is to to get Anya back in the series, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> she um says she makes the assumption that Buffy's never seen a sorry a pure demon. Yeah, is what they. So a pure demon is like from hell. But basically, but the demons we see are like Tainted. a demon, a demon in in a human form, or ah, uh, they're just yeah, they're human, kind of nerfed yeah, a little bit. Well, they're sort of human demon hybrids, yeah. From what Anya said, so they're already sort of tainted by yeah humans. Uh, except that Buffy has fought a pure demon because what the hell came out of the 
Hellmouth. Oh that yeah, time. yeah, that weird snake. The weird thing, thing with the raptor, heads. <laughs> with the raptor voice. <laughs> Alan. Yeah, that 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 weird monster thing. But also there's been a few like there was that big snake monster that was in the sewer. Oh yeah. That the mayor was giving had to give the baby tribute to in Band Candy. Yeah. What about was it Nikita Nikita, Nikita the other big demon thing that the frat boys worshipped? Mm. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Would that I, or that was um, sort of human. I think it yeah, in a human form, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Well maybe second, okay. <laughs> okay. Uh Okay, Willow and Oz. <laughs> so, yeah, they actually have mm-hmm. sex for the first time. And then Willow feels extremely guilty about it. <laughs> yes. Looks like they, they, they were happy. They enjoyed their moment. They're probably going to die the next day, so it was probably, it was probably a good <laughs> idea. Yeah. <laughs> going to be shipping out tomorrow. <laughs> uh. Uh, Xander making the comment about the books. Boy, it's boy, it's a good thing no one ever wanted to check any of these books out. And Giles is just like, yes, how co- quite convenient. Um, just a mm-hmm. line there to cover up the fact that uh, no one, no one was ever in the library. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how did they get away with that? Mm. <laughs> like, there's a school library, but no one. Mm. So, so all those books are gone. Oh, yeah, you saw them packing up the books. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I missed that. Oh, that's you. You're just uh, you're probably distracted because it was when you see Wesley and Cordelia, <clears throat> they're packing books when they have that that weird uh, kiss. Uh, but yeah. you're so distracted by the weird kiss, you don't <laughs> even question what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Can we talk about a bit more of that about that kiss? <laughs> yeah. Was it, was it the most uncomfortable kiss I've probably ever seen? Yeah, it was, it was like you couldn't get much more awkward. Like she was into it. He, he didn't really know what to do. And she was like slobbering all over her face. <laughs> <laughs> she had to like keep wiping her, oh, it's her that lips. Thing where they, they weren't quite turning their – they just weren't in sync with each other. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was the main issue. Because mm. he, he was like flat on her face. Like yeah. he didn't – And she kept, yeah, kept wiping her <laughs> mouth. <laughs> mouth like, it was like slobber all over. Like, oh. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's – <laughs> it's done that way to to kind of end their sort of little mm. their little flirtation that, that they've had running throughout the series or the season yeah. so far is that they've had this little flirtation. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and that it just pretty much puts that to an end. Like, no, this ain't gonna work. Uh, yeah, it's in his kiss. <laughs> there's, there's no chemistry between yeah. them whatsoever. Not mm. gonna work. No. And they're like, yeah, yeah. Bye. <laughs> See ya. Goodbye. Ah, uh, yes. The big finale of the first episode is the Slayer versus Slayer fight. Mm, yeah, pretty epic, the wasn't it? The iconic Slayer battle that Buffy wins. Mm. Sort of. <laughs> well, she won and lost at the same time, didn't she? Yes. Um, yeah. She won the battle but lost the war. Yeah, and is the thing throughout this season, Faith has been trying to get Buffy to be more like her. And she finally sort of pushed the right button this time to get Buffy yeah. to be more like her. And, you know, it's with a little poison arrow. Yeah. Um, what was the poison? I don't Just know. They didn't say Poison of vampires. Some, some weird poison for okay. a vampire. Uh, that's wicked painful. <laughs> Yeah, so this is this is sort of the the ethics of what Buffy does in this scene. Like, is it right that she was trying to kill Faith to feed it, feed her to Angel? Well, uh, yes, but yeah, she created the situation, so no, I don't know. <laughs> uh, and in the scene, Buffy is wearing I that. Know. You know, Buffy's wearing the that red leather pants with the black top and black leather jacket. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the iconic Slayer uniform. Right. Uh, it's like where all the Buffy figurines are in that outfit. Most, or I'd say like 90% of them are. Okay. And it's what 
Sarah Michelle Gellar's uh, her wax figure. Her wax figure at Madame Tussauds. You've got a picture with, but you can't see her pants. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you got a picture of you standing with her. Yeah. Yeah. We looked at today. It's so (laughs) depressing when you look at old photos now, isn't it? (laughs) Yes. Was that long ago? Yeah. And yeah, she's in the red leather pants. (laughs) Hmm. Um, and what, what did you notice about, what is it, Faith Faith is wearing like glittery jeans. Glittery jeans, yeah. Yes. Which apparently one of the stunt coordinators found it very, very difficult to work with. Or maybe it was the leather pants, maybe. Uh, I had heard that the leather pants kept ripping. Yeah, probably the leather pants. Probably both very uncomfortable to fight in, I'd imagine, without ripping yeah. them at something. Because they're doing all weird sort of kicks over the back of the head and stuff like that, so... Yeah. Not great fighting uh, attire, is it? No. I don't see them wearing that. It's um, a bit pre, pre-active wear. UFC, yeah. <laughs> pre-active wear. Yeah. Um, and whether or not does spot, does Faith, so Faith ends up jumping off the building. Mm-hmm. Does she, do, do you think she does that out of spite so that Buffy can't oh, feed yeah. her to oh, Angel? Oh, yeah, completely. Or does she do it so that Buffy doesn't turn into her? Oh no, no! I reckon it's completely to uh, to spite. Spite, yeah. Completely, it's, utterly it's spite. a big middle finger saying, "Yeah, here you go, cop <laughs> you, that." You killed me, B. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, moving on to with my talking points, we get to episode two. Yes. Buffy forcing Angel to bite her. Oh, now rewatching that scene. <laughs> It's it's very very thinly metaphored. <laughs> Getting a good lot of uh, use out of this sound, but yes. don't I? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Very very thinly veiled. Yeah. Metaphor, like she does the little like she, you see her her hand crushing. Or she, or she goes to grab something, and you think she's like going to grab it to whack him with it. Yes. But yeah. she just grabs it and and crushes, crushes it. it. And then her leg goes up, yeah. <laughs> and she grabs onto him, and like, oh, and okay. then, um, yeah, and then you know, she sort, you know, kicks the table. That's her little orgasm that she <laughs> <laughs> is it really <laughs> little, you know, thinly metaphored orgasm when she kicks the table. And you've also got that swelling score, like this building score. But it, it's also like showing their legs the as that, well. Yeah, like he's fact, on top of yeah, her, the and fact that he's on top of her. Yeah, he's shirtless. Yeah. He's always shirtless, isn't he? <laughs> You'd think he's a chili pepper, wouldn't you? <laughs> yes, because all, all red hot chili peppers don't wear. That's observation one of our children made when he's running around without a shirt. What are you? I'm a chili pepper. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, and, yeah, and then he feels it's sort of the final. Because, like, when he was delirious, Angel was saying how he was going to, like, I think he's saying it to Willow. That he made a mistake and he's gonna stay. <laughs> All of that he should have he should have never broken up with her and it was a big mistake and he loves her and all of that. Um, and then but when she forces him to drink from her, I think it's that sort of the f- the final straw that he really final nail in the coffin. Yeah, yeah. He he kind of has to. Yeah, he kind of has to leave leave town. Mm-hmm. You know, foggy, just fading into just fade the- into the fog. <laughs> Just yeah. fading into the fog. I almost thought they're going to do that thing where like someone walks past and he's gone. It's gone. Yeah, yeah. They almost do that, don't I, they? I was expecting that, and it's just the image of him like doing that and just quickly running around the corner. And that that scene. Harvey Dent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can we trust him? And that that scene is like when they get to the hospital and they're going from room to room. It's all done in one one take. Mm, yeah. Which is. Always nice, nice artistic direction, yeah. Yeah, very. It's almost become sort of the 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 Whedon signature. With the pan around sort of. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay, so we've also got the weird Slayer Slayer dream. Yeah. Like the joint dreaming. Mm-hmm. Um, with like the little cryptic messages that Faith is saying to Buffy, and that's when Buffy works out how she can. Defeat the mayor? Really? Oh, I missed that. So what cryptic messages did she give? Uh, that he, he, to use his human weakness. Which was? Her. Okay. Oh. Yeah. The knife. 
Oh, as bait. Oh, okay, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they needed to be able to control him. Mm-hmm. I feel like he kind of would have chased her anyway. If- yeah, I had a feeling he was—he would have been chasing yeah. her anyway, just out of pure anger. Yeah. Um. Hey, man, you're a dickhead. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh, it's on. Sorry, this porno music I've been playing. I just saw the top comment for this. Play this at my funeral. <laughs> <laughs> He lies. <laughs> <laughs> so we have the weird Slayer dream where you've got the cryptic little clues. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a bit of foreshadowing dealing with, like, they think that it's the arrival of Dawn, like the character Dawn in the later okay. series who just suddenly appears out of nowhere. Um. Because Faith says, miles to go, little Miss Muffet counting down from 730. Um, and she's looking into the dawn. Mm. That was the, the whole okay. thing. Yeah. But it's not actually that. It's actually foreshadowing Buffy's death in the season five finale. Oh, spoiler. You already know she dies <laughs> twice. Uh, which is two years from... This so it's seven hundred and thirty days, and miles to go is a reference to a poem about death. I've got miles to go before I sleep, and within that dream, mm-hmm. yep. you've got the first appearance of the shadow demon, aka the spirit of the Slayer. Well, I didn't, didn't see that really. It's the cat. Oh, in okay. the form of the cat in Buffy and Faith's vision. Sorry, Amrit, this is something I have found on the internet. Okay, that's fine. Uh, since Buffy's. Death in season in the season one final Buffy the Vampire Slayer prophecy girl the spirit of the Slayer has been shared with two individuals with neither one having everything required to be at their full potential. The exchange between Buffy and Faith results in Buffy gaining full control of the Slayer's inherent resources represented by the boxes of items all over Faith's apartment. The Slayer spirit makes its next physical appearance in the season four final, uh, Restless, as Willow and Tara's cat, and more prominently as Sienna, the first slayer. So, Mm -hmm. and it won't be the last time that Faith and Buffy have these cryptic dreams together. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) Having dreams together now, huh? Yeah. Now we get to the big battle. Yes. The final showdown. Now, I have to say. Immediately. Like, when it aired in Australia, we did get the back. Like, it was all all yeah. in one night. So, let's let's talk about that. So, we mentioned in Earshot how the episode was pulled because of the Columbine disaster. Mm-hmm. And so, this has been like three or four weeks after that, they decided to pull this episode as well. Yes. And so, which has been really annoying, a two-part episode season finale. Because they blew up the school, that, yeah. was, that was the big issue because there had been, I think with Columbine, they did have explosives. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, I don't know. I mean, it, it's just because something happened at a school means you got to pull other things. I've seen I, that happen so many times. Yeah, but I think at the time people were pretty sensitive about. Yeah, I guess. I, I remember of um, an episode of uh, Drawn Together. Remember that? It was that reality show of like yeah, those. Yeah, I remember Drawn Together, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember there was a, I, I think it was a character called Captain Hero who was like the Superman-ish type of character. Mm. So there was an episode where the character on the show got paralyzed. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> For something, I can't remember what happened. He was in a wheelchair. And when that episode was meant to air was when Christopher Reeve passed away. Oh, okay. And yeah. they, they pulled that episode. That's fair enough. That's a bit insensitive. <laughs> I guess so. I guess, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, it wasn't like a... I don't know how big that show was at the time, but it wasn't like that mainstream, I would have thought. Yeah, but it was sort of like after 9-11, there was songs you oh, could play. God. There was songs you there was could play There was a reckoning of the... everything. Everything from It's Raining Men to... Uh, <laughs> It's, it's funny, you don't even make the connections as you realise what songs. Well, when I say band, I say radio stations weren't playing them at the time. It was like another one bites the dust. I remember a whole catalogue of songs that were like not 
you know, allowed to play, allowed to play in that, leave, leaving on a go, jet plane. I was leaving on a jet plane. <laughs> I was going to go with, what's the Bob Dylan one? The, um, the one about. Oh, we have to be more specific. Bye Bye American Pie. American, oh, yeah. Oh, that wasn't his song. Who's that? Oh, Chuck. Anyway, that song was about Buddy Holly, but. um, Dying in a plane crash. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, I can't remember the guy's name now. It's just, yeah. America Pie was the name of the plane that they were on. Oh, okay. Yeah. Another bit of trivia for you, that Killing Me Softly song is about that song. Oh, okay. <laughs> killing Me Softly with his words, Killing Me Softly with his words, Tearing My Heart Out with his song. Oh, okay. It's about the song about, yeah. All right. Hmm. So, but yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, I guess you don't want to be insensitive to, and certain things can happen at the same time that maybe you just want to delay it for a bit, you know. Of course, there was the infamous um, Spider-Man trailer teaser. Oh, yeah, which, yeah. Which probably what I think was what was probably a good idea to pull that one. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. The, the the webs between the two twin towers. Yeah, I mean, that was, yeah, like... And I, I remember a, I think it was like a TLC song had to be pulled, but there was a, remember that guy, Brian Adams, not Ryan, Brian Adams. Mm-hmm. And he had a song called New York or something. I don't know. And I just remember seeing the video clip of it and he's standing with the skyline of New York in the background. And before the song started, a uh, title card came up, said this video clip was filmed sometime before 9-11 because you can see the Twin Towers in the background. Yeah. 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 So okay. it happens all the time, I guess, and it's going to happen again. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Um, but back to the final fight. Yes. <laughs> so I remember watching this. I remember being genuinely like going, oh, what's the plan? I have, I could not guess what the plan was going to be. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't figure it out at all. Like I'm like, how is Buffy going to get out of this one? How yeah. are they going to get out of this one? And when they pull open their, you know, pull open the the gowns, the, yeah. the, the gowns the, and they're all with their, with their weapons and Xander's all like, you know, arrows and like, what did mm. no, what was it? Fire. What was it? No, flamethrowers. <laughs> and all these kids suddenly have flamethrowers. Yeah. Uh, you know, that was almost my Avengers Assemble moment. That's in Endgame. Like it's one of those, yeah, you know, your little fist pump moments in a TV series. Come on, quickly. Hmm. Yeah. Avengers. Ah. <laughs> Cuts out. <laughs> no, mm. but like in Endgame, like when everyone all, oh, you know, to the, the left. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah. You know, your big fist pump moment when everyone, mm. yeah, it's like, yes, yes. Yeah, I remember sort of being like, yes, what a, yes. <laughs> they're all together, you know. They're all working as a team. Yeah, it was a good moment. It yeah. was, yeah, yeah. So, um, but we lose Larry. As as I said, we lose Larry. We lose Harmony, mm-hmm. so to speak. Yeah, um, Cordelia. Cordelia. Yeah, she she gets to stake a vampire. Is that the first staking? Oh, she's yeah, before. yeah. It oh, is. You see her. She goes on patrol. She had been going on patrol. Troll and helping out and stuff. I thought she might have staked someone before. Had, had she? I don't think so. Oh, okay. Well, you'd know. Yeah. She was sort of in. Indir- um. Oh, didn't she stake one indirectly? Like she fell on one or something, and then landed on Xander. Would that happen? Yeah. Something oh, like oh no, that? it's hard. She's, no, I think it is her first. Like where you actually physically see her. Yeah. Well, that was an accidental yeah. one. Yeah. And she landed on top of him. Yeah. Another trait of Joss Sweden. <laughs> Um, and we lose Snyder. Bye bye Snyder. He gets eaten just like the other principal. Yeah. Just like Principal Flutie, Snyder gets eaten. Mm-hmm. And good riddance. <laughs> Though he is a he was a it's a great character to hate. Yeah. Although it was just really dumb. Like after all the stuff he's seen and him being so squirmish at those little bug things mm. and he starts yelling at the snake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the just giant snake monster. Oh, this is unacceptable. Yeah. You know, what? Yeah. It's eating people in front of you. <laughs> um and yeah, and you and in that moment you realize just that's the really important thing that 
Buffy got that class protector award. So, you know, she didn't have to get up and do a big speech. Like, you, I think it was all done the, individual the, people telling The Independence Day speech. Yeah, thing. yeah. 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 Like, she didn't have to get up and do that. Well, everyone else was, like, feeding the information, though, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. So, I think they were relying on, like, Harmony and um, what was the other? Larry. No, not Larry no. and the other popular guy that Willow was tutoring. They're relying on him. Oh, the basketball player guy, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're relying on them to get the word out. Yeah. Uh, and Xander does a good job using his army man training. His military skills, <laughs> his yes. military training skills. Yeah. Come back into it. Um, I did find one interesting thing from Marty Noxon on the DVD commentary. She said that the explosion scene was filmed at 5am in Torrance, uh, where the outdoor scene had been filmed for the previous three years. The explosion was so huge, it woke up many of the residents, broke windows and set off car alarms. As a, result, as a result, the town refused to allow Buffy to film there again. Oh, dear. <laughs> yes. Good thing it was the end of the, yeah, maybe the high they figured, school years. I figured maybe it'd be the end of it. Yeah. God. Um, and I, I do love that little moment at the end that just sort of wraps everything up and they just, you get that breathing room. Mm, just take a breath. <sighs> you know, we're done. Uh, you've got sort of the last time you'll see like Cordelia, Xander, and I, I kind of wish that Giles had have been in that mm, shot yeah. too, but I think it was also about them. It's the end of, you know, they didn't really get to celebrate finishing high school. <laughs> <laughs> well, blowing up the school is a pretty good way to celebrate, I reckon. Yeah. We'll celebrate in a nice way. <laughs> Tell you what, these muck-up days are getting a little out of hand, aren't they? <laughs> yes, yes. Ah, uh, yeah. But, yeah, they, they, you know, they have that, let's just take a moment. Mm. And moment's done. Yeah. And you see them walk off and it's very nice. Yeah. And it's the last time I think you see all of them. Together. Yeah. Um, now, did you have a rabbit hole that you went down? Uh, I did. I had a couple, actually. That little clip of the uh, porn music I found before. I just searched on YouTube porn music to see what I'd come up with. Um, actually uh, confronted about some of Not confronted, I should say. I was actually interested in some of the other things I found. This was like 80s porn music. Uh, which, I don't know, I guess, maybe. To me, it just sounds like cool waiting music. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, can you please hold the line, sir? Yes. God, I wonder what the hell they're doing now. <laughs> but no, that was that. I thought that was interesting. Come up yeah. with some other poor music, too. Oh, yeah. It's definitely got your waka 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 waka. Yeah, it's not poor music unless you're using a wah, I find, you know. <laughs> it's you got to have the wah going. Yeah, definitely got to have the wah going. Uh, but my actual real um, rabbit hole, the band that was featured in this, the, the second, oh, the first episode, I should say, that Faith was listening to. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Spectre Pump. So I can play all of this. I won't get copyrighted for it because <laughs> I could not find a single thing about this band. Oh, <laughs> uh, really? Spectre Pump, they're called. Might be from California. Might be from Portland. Um, three-piece band. Some cool songs. It's a garage band. You could just this could be a band uh, you could just listen to rock out to. This song was called uh, Sunday Mail. Uh, so I listened to They only had one album. Not even a Wikipedia page. Uh, that was just so completely unknown. I could not find anything about them. A MySpace page that's got nothing on it. Um, Facebook, again, nothing on it. Uh, what I did find is that the singer, which I did find her name, but I can't find it now. <laughs> um, yeah, she actually went on to form another band uh, called Cleaverland. Cleaverland. 
so I think maybe she might be more famous for this this band maybe I never heard this song it's called uh, You're Not Sorry yeah I don't know they're pretty cool I liked them pretty cool video for this one it's got vampires in it actually oh really <laughs> yeah I'll have to show that video clip uh, yeah so it's just weird like just, just finding absolutely nothing about it I just searched and searched and just found that she was uh, the singer was in some other bands and that was about it uh, but yeah they were featured on um, Buffy the Vampire Slayer that's pretty much the only sort of thing they've, they've ever done like even with the other bands that were really unknown like they had something that was something there you could find one of their CDs for sale for 50 bucks on some website it wasn't um it wasn't amazon uh so good on them for plucking out a completely obscure band it must have been maybe it was someone's friend or something in the yeah. band or something <laughs> like that uh yeah so that was just a, a little little rabbit hole of uh some old school 90s garage music which i think you just can't go wrong sometimes we just want no. someone to scream at you for a, a few minutes and or then we light lie in your bed in your glitter pla- pants. Yeah, and I think that helps. She want a cherry Twizzler and uh, read, read comic books. Read comic books. Yes, I wonder what she was reading. I wonder if it was like Avengers or something. That'd have been cool. Like she was reading comic books. Yeah, what a cool girl. Not like I not thought, cosmopolitan I, or I anything like to, that. I thought it would be like a magazine of some description. Mm. But no, it was. It was a comic book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Should we get into question time? I think we shall. Question time. Answer the question. All right, Jared. Which character was your favorite? So we're doing combined uh, yeah. episode, obviously, yeah. of this. Yeah. So, yeah, Buffy. Yeah, it's got to be Buffy. I know. Yeah. You, I... Uh, which character do you love to hate? Got to be the mayor. <laughs> yes, the mayor. Love to hate the mayor. Um, He's a good villain. And I'm going to say the mayor just because of the whole, he was going to do the whole speech. <laughs> he was going to do the whole speech. He didn't get to talk about the, the uh, what was it? <laughs> the <laughs> journey. Just, no. He's, he's, civil, 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 um, civil service. Civil service. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Yes. Oh, civil duties. Civil duties. Yeah. Yes. Uh that is that is pure evil. The fact that he would have made them <laughs> oh, sit, sit through, through that. that entire speech. That would have been worse. Thank it's God. It's today. He... Now here, here's my PowerPoint display. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stop it. Okay. What was the most memorable fight scene? Oh, it was the Buffy. Faith. Yeah, the iconic showdown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't get much bigger yeah. and badder than that yeah. fight, other yeah. than when it happens. Yeah. And a side note, the camera crew are visible in that fight yeah. scene. Uh, so I know we've mentioned this before, the uh, HD conversion, where they c- convert it to widescreen and no one noticed that you can clearly see the camera crew on the side of the yeah. building. <laughs> Clear as day. Uh, how was that missed? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, it seems like they just ran a program and just skipped through it. Oh, yeah, it's HD. Yep. Print it. Put it up and uh, stream it. Yep. We're done. But you know what? I did have a lot of trouble because then there's also the whole class reveal and the class fighting, like when they're running down the stairs and fighting all the vampires and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm doing one for each episode. Oh, you are? Okay. <laughs> yeah, right. Just Just for that one. Yeah, just because I couldn't really pick, because it was like, I, like there's the iconic Slayer on Slayer fight, mm-hmm. and then there's the, the also the iconic where the students all rebel against the patriarchy. <laughs> you and your patriarchy. Ah, oh, fuck the patriarchy. You love the patriarchy. Why don't you go? Oh, fuck them. Why don't you go marry the patriarchy if you love him so much? That's what you can go do. You go marry the patriarchy. I will. Thank oh, you. Hang on. You are the patriarchy. Oh, I'll go marry myself then. Fine. <laughs> yeah. So, and then you've got the the classic faith line of, oh, look at you all dressed up in big sister's clothes. <laughs> and then the whole, 
give us a kiss. <laughs> and then punch straight in the Funny, face. Funny, uh, like all the comments for that song on YouTube were all those quotes from the movie. <laughs> give us a kiss. <laughs> give us a kiss. Ah, oh, look at you all dressed up in big sister's clothes. Give us a kiss. LOL moment. Uh, I like the teacher playing hangman. (laughs) It's a very subtle scene where he says, Xander. And he's like, "Uh, E. No, it's like, we've still got class and you still have to participate. Yeah. And then it shows that he's. Which I wanted to talk about. It was always that thing at the end of school where you would just be doing nothing in class. Like the last week of school would usually entail you doing absolutely nothing in class. You're playing hangman or you're watching. Movies. Watching movies, playing hangman, or yeah, just not I doing any work. One, I remember one time in year 10, they let us watch, somehow the guys in our class managed to convince the teacher to let us watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it gets to the that first scene, you know, when the guy puts the knife into the hand. Yeah. And, like starts stabbing himself in the hand. Got to that, all the girls were out of the room. <laughs> <laughs> I was the only one left because <laughs> oh. I'd already seen it. And I was, I think I was actually sitting there going, um, I don't think this is going to go, this is, isn't very appropriate. And all the boys sitting there going, shut up, shut up. Yeah. No, I remember one of our last classes, someone somehow got a pirate version, Ace Ventura Pet Detective, like when it was still in cinemas. Okay. Yeah. It was a real blurry version, but, you know. Someone sitting with a video camera. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know what it was. Yeah, it it must have been. But I know they they used to do, oh, what do they call them? Um, Because there used to be a display on the back of the projectors. Well, the digital projectors anyway. uh, A screener, I think. Not a screener. Or a tally, no, tally sync. That's it. They used to have tally syncs. And so that was like someone holding a camera to the display of the back of the projector. Ah, okay. So that was that were usually pretty good copies, like for a pirated copy anyway, yeah. the tally sinks. I was surprised how many times where you'd find people would, would be uh, uploading ones from the cinema and it was like, you know, the worst sort of uh, copy you could get. And do you remember in living in London, you'd get those guys walking around the pubs trying to sell you DVDs? Yes. Like, and, and they were the ones, that, and it looked like they were actually making them themselves. I'm like, mate, you can get heaps better ones off the web. Like, why, why would you record it yourself? I don't know if they did or not, but I kind of wondered because the, the quality was just so poor. It looked like they did do it themselves. They just didn't know how to download it off of the internet and get like a, a tally sync one at least. You know? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, sorry. My L- LOL moment had to be the Wesley Cordelia awkward kiss. A kiss of death. <laughs> it wasn't really a kiss of death. <laughs> Oh, uh, it killed their relationship dead in its tracks. <laughs> and you were you were also pissing yourself laughing at that scene. <laughs> it was hilarious. It was funny. Yeah. Uh okay. Favorite scene. Uh the battle scene at the end. Yeah. Uh with with all the students ripping off their gowns and uh yeah, proceeding to attack the mayor and attack the vampires. Yeah, it was a great scene. Yeah. Yeah. So I've got that, but then I've also got when Buffy quits the council. Oh, yeah. And the whole, the council's orders are to concentrate on the, and then Buffy's like, orders. I don't think I'm going to be taking any more orders. Mm. Not from you, not from them. You can't just turn your back on the council. They're in England. I don't think they can tell which way my back is facing. (laughs) (laughs) Useless. And the whole... This and then Wesley's all like, "This is mutiny," and Buffy's like, "I'd like to think of it as graduation." Oh yeah, go Buffy. Actually, what she should have said. This is Sparta. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Least favorite scene. I actually said the part of Wesley going on about the witches council or the watchers council. Oh, okay. Um, maybe the dream scene as well. Oh, I love the, I love oh, I, I love a dream sequence. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't really find a least favorite scene to be honest. Uh, everything was pretty. Good. Actually, yeah, this it's a pretty tired episode. Yeah, what do you have? I I, I, really uh, find I, I had the Bangel drama in the streets, but it's cut pretty short by the by the like you don't expect it. You get the the arrow. Yeah, hit, hit it, like I actually was thinking that to the the Buffy Angel stuff. Yeah. But yeah, prior to that, 
Because it is kind of a shock. You don't really, it's something you don't really see coming. <laughs> it's no warning. And and for a split second, you think that Angel is actually shot through the heart. Like he's about to disintegrate in front of Buffy. Again. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like That'll be the third time that's happened. Yeah, but it's like split second. Yeah. That you think it's going to happen and then it doesn't. Mm. Or sort of. It's more a slower death. Which Wesley was right. It was just there to distract her. Exactly. But then it also gave her the way to defeat the man. Yeah. Because she didn't have a plan up until that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she kind of came up with the plan because of what had happened. Yeah. Um, Favorite quote? Uh, well, I think it's a final one at the, at the end with uh, Oz saying, guys, take a moment to deal with this. We survived. Buffy replies, it was a hell of a battle. And Oz responds, no, not the battle, high school. Mine's going to be a very, very short one. One that I sometimes use when I'm complete, when my brain's completely fried. Mm-hmm. And sometimes use this in real life. Yeah. Uh-huh. Fire bad, tree pretty. When did she say that? At the end when she's talking to, to Giles. She's like. My brain's at fire bad, tree pretty. Oh, yes. And then Giles starts going on about the irony of blowing up the school and all of that. And mm. she just looks at him and goes, fire bad, tree pretty. <laughs> <laughs> or I could also do the um, the onion one. Men like sports. I'm sure of it. <laughs> and then you got Xander going, yes, men like sports. Men watch the action movie. They eat of the beef and they enjoy to look at the bosom. A thousand years of avenging our wrongs and that's all you've learned. That's a good one. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And I also like Willow's one of, old trusty soda machine, I push you for root beer, you give me coke. And was that meant to be some sort of in-house joke? Because apparently the actors are always pushing items on there and not getting what they're pushed. Yeah, there's also always well, it's no the um what's shown on the top of it is never what comes like the different brands and stuff that come yeah. out of it. Yeah, yeah, a little getting a little meta there, maybe. Well, I think it's just a recurring joke. I think mm-hmm. <laughs> that the soda machine just gives it whatever it feels you might want. Mm-hmm. All right, okay, best Cordelia freakout moment. Um, I had Cordelia saying, I demand an explanation. Harris replies, for what? Wesley. Then replies, uh, inbreeding. <laughs> so very funny. Any minute, I'm sure to laugh. <laughs> I had, I can't believe this loser look. I lobbied so hard for the teal. No one ever listens to me. Lone, fashionable wolf. <laughs> <laughs> Is this our last Cordelia freakout moment? Yes, then? this will be our last Cordelia freakout moment mm-hmm. that we might replace. I'll work it out. We'll work it out. <laughs> oh, it'll the suspense! Replaced, it'll be replaced with something else. Might yeah. be replaced with either a spike or an onion. All right. Yeah. Maybe rotate the two. Yeah. Uh, who gets the wooden spoon? Oh, Schneider. I gave it to. Yeah, I'm going to go with the mayor because he fully underestimated Buffy and the class of 99. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Complete. He did not see that coming. No. <laughs> he did not expect those kids to fight back. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I don't know. Schneider just, uh, yeah, standing there yelling at the weird demon thing. and Yeah. It's stupid. Yeah, I think and out was... a little bit out of character. It as did. Well. well, he like I said, he completely shed himself with the bugs and stuff, and yeah, other stuff that's been there. He's he's there screaming at that thing. I know he's like meant to be prompt and into his uh, pomp and circumstance things, but still, I mean, you know, people were dying, and he's yelling at it. Yeah, <laughs> I thought it was really dumb. And the who is the MVP of the? Episode? Oh, it has to be Buffy. Yeah, yeah. I was going to go Buffy. And the class of 99. The class of 99. How about we just say the class of 99? Yeah. Get the MVP. Uh, what do you rate this episode out of 10? I gave it eight pairs of glitter jeans. <laughs> Actually, I gave it 
eight out of ten poison arrows. Oh, I was going to say that one, but I like the jeans better. Yeah. <laughs> now that it's the season finale mm-hmm. episode. Yes. What does that mean? We have season finale questions. Season finale questions. About the whole, right. about the whole season. Okay. Well, what have you got for me now? All right. So, what do you rate the season overall? Uh, do I have to name something or just give a number? Just give it a number. Okay. Oh, six, maybe. Six? Six. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to go a nine. Nine. All right. There's a lot of good stuff in this season. What's your favorite episode from the season? Or which uh, one stands out? I'd say The Wish. Yeah? Yeah. I'd say that one probably sticks out the most. Yeah, I've got band candy. It's always definitely one of my. Which one was? Oh, was that the uh, Joyce and? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's one of my. Oh, uh, that'd be favorites. a close second. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, probably followed by the Wish and Doppelgangland. Hmm. Um, what do you rate the Big Bad? Uh, is that a number or? Yep, just a number. A number. Uh, uh seven. He's <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I liked him, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had about a seven. Yeah, seven. Well. Yeah, yeah. And which character was your favorite for the season? Because you got to have faith. Faith. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Love faith. Want to see more faith? We should have a faith spinoff. Well, they nearly did. Only she decided to go off and do true calling. Hmm. Damn it. That one. Yeah. Still, Ace. Not too late. There's a lot of shows getting reboots and stuff. We never know. Yeah, I think with all the. Things that Joss has been accused of. I don't think. Well, he doesn't be. have to be a, a, attached to it, so you know. Well, I think he does. He probably owns the rights to probably it. Probably owns all the rights to it. They probably all reverted back to him or something. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the Noxon lady. Oh, not Noxon. Uh, Marty Noxon. No, not much. Sorry, not Marty Noxon. The Karat. Uh, what do you call it? Kazoo. Oh, yeah. Karuzu, yeah. Maybe? Kazoo yeah. was the name. That's the production company that ran it. Maybe they own it. Maybe. Warner Brothers own part of it, maybe. Something. Fox owns. Actually, no, Disney owns it now. <laughs> yes, no, I was reading. I think Disney now own Buffy. Yeah. Yeah. Does that make her a, a Disney Because I think they bought Fox. Yeah, because someone mentioned, does that make Cordelia a a, uh, a Disney princess? <laughs> <laughs> someone mentioned that, yeah, Cordelia being a Disney princess. Now that, mm. fo- now that Disney own it. I think it was owned by Fox, but now they own Fox, so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And... Okay, drum roll, please. Yes, drum roll. Okay, how are you going with watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Is it worth watching? It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come oh on, yeah. that's all you ever say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's all right. Oh, it's all right. Yeah, I guess I'm, I'm invested in it. I can say I'm invested in it. Yeah. All right. Is that, is that enough? Yes. <laughs> is that enough? <laughs> so are we going to keep going? All right, so what are we going to do? Well, I said I'd do two seasons of Buffy originally. We've done three. And then I convinced you to do three. And you convinced me to do three, all right? So we've done three seasons of Buffy. I think we can maybe do something else. Maybe I think maybe we can do but, some but movie still, reviews. But still continue with Buffy? Well, no, we'll definitely we have not finished with Buffy, okay? Yeah. We're going to do Buffy all the way. That was our goal. That was our mission so, statement. Yeah. We're going to stick to that. But... I think I would like to sort of branch out and talk about some stuff I like. Yeah. (laughs) So my idea is that, well, we love movies. Yes. And there are just certain movies that both me and Jared, and, you know, there are different movies, Mm -hmm. but we've watched them way too many times. Yeah. So we think we're going to do a podcast called... (laughs) What's it called? What you watching? No? No. What was it? Um... You're watching this? You're watching this watching again. This, watching this again? Yeah. All right. Watching this again? Yeah. So we've decided to do a podcast about movies called You're Watching This Again? Yes. Um, And we're going to be going through some of our favorite I've movies. I've got a huge catalog of films that I've watched way too many times. I think we're going to do it. We have to have watched these movies at least 10 times mm-hmm. Um, in order for them to... These aren't just movies that we like. Yes. These are just movies that we have watched way too many times. Mm-hmm. So these are not your highbrow, <laughs> high class kind of movies. Well, there, there might be a few in there we've watched a few times. 
Like what? Mm, I don't know. <laughs> uh, maybe American Psycho. Hi, is that highbrow? <laughs> I don't think that's highbrow. It's probably the most. Art that's house. definitely got to be on there. I think. Yeah. Well, I think we're gonna have that. But I think we might start with something else, and maybe a maybe a franchise from the eighties. Maybe we'll save the surprise for next week. You'll have to stay tuned to see what it is. And I think we might start with that, but we're definitely going to finish Buffy. So don't don't fret. But yeah, once a month we're looking at putting out a movie review of just one of these movies that we've watched way too many times. Yeah, I think so. And uh, yeah, with that, is there anything else you wanted to add, Eddie? I, I think we've... I think we're done. We think we're done. So, yes, we haven't finished with Buffy the Vampire Slayer. We re- we shall return. <laughs> but tonight, we must venture off because we are nerd subculture. You uh, are nerd subculture. Ner- you are nerd subculture. <laughs> Why are nerd subculture? Why? I'm Jared. Who are you? I'm Edwina. And where can you find us, Eddie? You can find us on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram. There is a Facebook group and you can email us at nerdsubculture.com. At gmail.com. Yes, and smash, hit, smash the, smash the likes, shares. Smash the likes. Subscribe. Download share everything. our episodes. We'll catch you next time. Bye. Smash it. Smash it. Smash it. Gark. Gark.